Hey everyone, it's your boy, Ariel, you know, your host. As you may have realized, we tend to release episodes on a somewhat monthly basis, which sort of presents a problem, because, you know, we still want to get our Swifty goodness out there to the world. That's why I'm introducing this side series, Swifty Quickies. Think of them as maybe little 15-minute minisodes in which we talk about more topical stuff like TV shows and whatnot, just, just to keep your taste buds tingling as you're awaiting the next episode. So on that note, uh, let's begin. <laughs> All right, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, that is an MCU movie, or I mean MCU show, I should say, that is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this time around, uh, Sendai and I have both watched it. I'm not sure about Rob, but, you know, this is what you get right now. <laughs> so, who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop. So what's our plan? Great. All right. So for those who don't know, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a show on Disney+. Plus. It's a Marvel thing, so part of the MCU. It's part of the Phase 4, just to be specific. Yes, most definitely. Uh, you know, spoilers alert. This is a spoilers conversation. During Infinity War and Endgame, Thanos wiped out half the universe in, with a snap of his fingers. Um, now, after five years, those people came back when the Avengers saved the day. Uh, but that caused a lot of people to be displaced. Sort of uh, like a, a MCU version of a refugee problem. During the movies, people will normally call it the snap. But then people really started to refer to it as the blip. The blip. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> Why do they call it... They could have picked a more menacing name than the blip, you know? That just sounds so light and fluffy. Oh, it's a blip, you know? People just disappeared for five years and then came back. You know, a blip. <laughs> so I actually do have an answer to why they called it. Ah, uh, yes. Let me, let me hear it. The people, only the, really the people that were there knew the, the things happened because the dude snapped his fingers, uh, Thanos. So if you weren't there, you wouldn't know it was a snap, mm, technically. I see. So people started calling it the blip because, and then that's the name that the civilians call, started calling it. Yeah, because they died one second, and then an, in their mind, another second later, they're just reborn, reanimated, I yep. guess. So on top of dealing with that refugee problem, at the end of Endgame, Captain America uh, gives up his shield. And gives it to the Falcon, uh, Sam Wilson. Ah, yes. Yes, so he has to deal with him, whether he could uh, actually uh, accept the shield. And then we also deal with the Winter Soldier, the other person in the title, uh, who is suffering from some PTSD. Also with uh, racial inequality in America. So, you know, very light stuff here for a comic book uh, show. Yeah, right? Just great for Disney Plus and your children to... <laughs> You know, at, well, it seems good, like, oh, it's Disney, it's Marvel, but yeah, they're taking some dark turns, but it's it's nice to see a variety of shows out there from the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe, you know? It's always been just, like, only action or 
maybe a little comedy thrown in, but mainly just like explosions. Just goddamn Michael Bay. Just explosions everywhere. That's what it was like for oh, basically yeah. and a whole lot of CGI. Yeah, from 2008 until it was 2019. Um, it was just that's what we knew them as. So I like how I don't know what who got the idea to make spin-off series, but it's a great <laughs> idea because you can really dig into a character and give them the time they need. Exactly. But I feel like yeah, they did a really good job of that in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But to your point in the beginning, um, yes, he wanted to give the shield to Sam Wilson at the end of Endgame, and Sam was like, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> he is so humble. <laughs> Just a humble man. <laughs> Quite right. And uh, that humbleness sort of bit him in the ass because in the, in the show, there is a Captain America that comes up to replace uh, the the Captain America we all know and love. Oh, yeah. Uh, And he was uh, issued by the government. So instead of being this beacon of freedom and um, hope, he was more of a government government lapdog. So he had, uh, his his brand was more freedom asterisk. Terms and conditions may apply. (laughs) Yes, that's, that, that's the vibe you get from this guy. He's trying he's trying to be the next Captain America, but he knows it's a losing game. Like you can't compete with the super soldier serum, so you'll never be as good, but yeah, that actually comes up in the series. Another theme that does come up under all these rather heavy subject matters is um the subject of being a black Captain America. Would people actually accept that? And it's revealed throughout the show that there were past Captain Americas, uh, you know. Um, so part of the lore is that uh, the original Captain America, his super soldier serum was the perfected one, but the lab basically blew up. After he got frozen in ice after World War II, that's when they were trying to recreate it, and they started using uh, African American soldiers as guinea pigs. They perfected it once, uh, on this on this particular super soldier, Isaiah Bradley. But unfortunately, um, after serving, I think, in the Korean War, is that he helped out? Um, you know, America was still not as uh, accepting in, in those days. So it, uh, they imprisoned him. They kept sampling him, and they sort of uh, put him in a ghetto. Well, yeah, they didn't want to idolize him because, ah, uh, God... The country and racial tensions are like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think uh, what's interesting is they didn't have they didn't just make that story for the show. That was actually from the comic books. Yeah. Straight out of the comic books, there was Isaiah Bradley and um, the Falcon becomes the next Captain America. But yeah, he doesn't know if he's accepted and even in the comic books, they don't accept them. So there's a racism alive and well back then. A tad, so. a tad. Uh, racism was a tad alive. But yeah, <laughs> just a little, a dash, if yeah. you will. That pretty much covers uh, everything um, uh, about the show. Um, there are those plot threads uh, that we mentioned and, uh, and Falcon and the winter soldier accepting to work with each other. They're sort of like, they butt heads a lot. Um, there's some genuine funny moments. Uh, I would say the relationship between them is very buddy cop-like. And 
the the mental state of the new Captain America just go downhill throughout yeah. this show. Um, but overall, it's a very it's it's there's a lot of action in this and uh, a lot a lot of hand to hand. It's not so much explosions. Well, there are explosions. <laughs> oh yeah. But not so much uh, like wizardry and Iron Man type of stuff. Um, for example, I saw in one of the episodes one of the characters throws a, a, a metal pipe through a dude's heart. Oh yeah, that was insane. And yeah, I the villains in the show are are kind of interesting. They're they're almost like mutants, but they don't want to say mutant. You know what I mean? They're just like enhanced people. But when are you gonna cross over Marvel? You know, bring the mutants because yeah, it's all the same. Not necessarily. Now, nerd moment here, uh, as opposed to any other fucking moments we just had. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> well, actually, a mutant is a person with the X gene that displays at birth their powers. Or actually, probably even a little bit at more after birth. Uh, I think it's the, it, they have a latent X gene. The enhanced humans... They're literally just regular people, and uh, as far as we could tell on the show, all they can do is like punch really hard, run really fast, and jump really high. <laughs> really, really high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and they kind of they adapted that part from the comic books. I mean, Flag Smasher was originally one dude, and then in the show, it's a group of people. Ah, so oh, shit! I didn't know that. We don't. I guess we don't want to give too much away in case someone hasn't seen this, but it's it's a good one. Yes. I guess uh, let's wrap up our thoughts. What are your pros and cons, man? Ooh. The pros are the action scenes and kind of the darker, deeper meaning behind like Sam's backstory and also he's dealing with the the downside of coming back after being so um, being gone for so long, it was almost like he was comparing it to someone being in prison for five years and then coming back and someone going to the bank and saying, oh, could I get a loan? But they're like, you have no employment history for the last five years. So they almost wanted to show how that is also a real thing that happens in everyday life. People get denied. So that's that's the pro, though, is showing that side. But the con, I would say, is the pl- compared to the other shows, the plot is not as deep. It's more surface level, dealing with them, and you have like you you know who the yeah. villain is in like the second episode of the first episode there's no there's not exactly a riveting mystery yeah. like wandavision yes or loki you're like who the f is like going around and murdering these people everyone like so far each one has been kind of mysterious like mysterious <laughs> it's even what if you're like oh it's, it's more it, there's a lot of elements of espionage movies and yes um and yeah, so the, the the story is very, very grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, relatively speaking. Yes. I like it, though. And then Zemo comes back, does that little dance move. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the meme. <laughs> I don't even know. 
for the audience, uh, one of the villains, it, it, this is not a spoiler, it was even in the... Uh, Baron Zemo. Yes, he was a villain in Civil War, and he was also in the promos as to coming back. Very serious character, um, but with a lot of surprisingly comedic scenes. Yeah. I told him about Trouble Man, he wrote it in that book. You hear it? What'd you think? I like 40s music, so... You didn't like it? I liked it. It is a masterpiece, James. Complete. Comprehensive. It captures the African-American experience. He's out of line, but he's right. And there's this one particular meme in which he's dancing. I will leave a link to the GIF in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, there's an extended version on YouTube as well that the director cut to fit more things into the episode, but... <laughs> they, I think they were just messing with them. They were just telling them, okay, dance for an hour. We'll, we'll get four seconds of your dancing. <laughs> we'll use one part of it. Yeah, we're just going to keep all this B-roll yeah. just for the funsies. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to be useful. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I think I'm pretty much on the same boat as you, man. Uh, pros, uh, definitely the action. Um is top notch uh def definitely for a superhero movie uh not a superhero show uh with the budget of a superhero show but it's disney so they probably got all the money to do that stuff oh yeah they own everything yeah <laughs> yeah the, the action is great the uh the hand in hand is really good in this uh show so um if you if you're not a fan of like let's say people in the other movies like let's say using magic or using different powers and you wanted to keep it more grounded like just like i wouldn't go as far as say martial arts but it's just straight, like uh but definitely just straight up uh, uh fist fighting this is um this is a good one uh fights are choreographed pretty well also of course the subject matters that they bring up um they they would take something as fantastical as the blip and half the people being wiped off and then miraculously coming back five years later, something super out of the out of reality and turn it into a, a subject of wait, how would this actually affect people? Yeah. Um, the cons, I feel like there were uh, a few too many montages. You know, like a good montage. <laughs> I like a good montage, not ten of them. Yeah, it started to be. It started to feel like uh, Family Guy. <laughs> Just cut scenes all over the place. Yeah, uh, particularly towards the end when there's a training montage. I think that one lasted like almost 10 minutes or five minutes. Like it, la it felt like it lasted too long. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, these are minor complaints. Yeah, overall, it was a good show. You know, it's we got a nitpick because. <laughs> yeah, there uh, are yeah. reviewers online that, that, that got that covered. Yeah, I think we're also just comparing everything to their other series if we saw that alone we might think of it in a better way but i'm just comparing it to the other things they put out for marvel yeah um and that's actually a, another good point um if you're if you're a fan of the mcu movies and stuff like that uh by the time this episode comes out you probably already seen it but you know, we just wanted to share our thoughts. If you're thinking about watching it and you haven't seen any of the MCU stuff, you can still definitely get into it. Um, you just need to know just background info on like certain stuff, like the stuff we already mentioned 
uh, the Captain America stuff and all, all that jazz. But other than that, you could still very much yes, watch it. It's not too late, people. <laughs> yeah, we recommend it. Get your Disney bundle today. <laughs> $13.99. dollars <laughs> $13. a month. Oh, my God. So great. <laughs> We're still waiting on that Disney money. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Swifty Dialogues was brought to you by your hosts, Rob, Cinda, and myself, Ariel. You can support us by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or any other major podcast services. Subscribe to a YouTube channel for exclusive content, such as animated shorts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Swifty Dialogues. If you want to learn more about us, visit our website at SwiftyDialogues.com. You can also contact us by filling out the form on our website or emailing us at info at SwiftyDialogues.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next episode.